Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. All right, blessed to be with you today. We're in Nehemiah chapter 3. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with me to Nehemiah chapter 3. Thanks for joining me for this Daily Devotional. And uh, I'm just going to read verse 1 and uh, point a couple of things out and we're going to pray. Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren, the priests, and built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. They built as far as the tower of the hundred and consecrated it, then as far as the tower of Hananel. Next to Eliashib, that phrase next to is important, the men of Jericho built, and next to them, Zakur, the son of Imri, built. And listen, as you go through chapter 3, this is what you're going to notice. You're going to notice that um, names are given, names of individuals, uh, sometimes names of families, and then you're going to see this consistent phrase, next to them, next to them, after him, after them, and uh, I'll explain all of that in a minute. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, thank you, God, so much for uh, this uh, historical record and what it communicates to us today. I pray that we would take its message to heart in Jesus' name. Amen. So what, what's happening here is this. Nehemiah has um, rallied the people. The people have a mind to work. They're united. Remember, mission, purpose, unity, all of that was set. There was some opposition. Hadn't really started um, in full extent, but it was just beginning. And so what Nehemiah had done is he had um, arranged people, family by family, uh, on, on the wall to rebuild. And so, so he would set a family, they would be responsible for a section. Normally their house was right behind that section. So when they were building, uh, they weren't just building for Jerusalem collectively, they were also building for their family. I mean, fortifying the wall in front of their home meant protection for themselves. And then without any space, right, right next to them was the next family, and they would be building with the same purpose. And that went all the way along the wall, including the gates. So as you read through chapter 3, what you'll recognize is that, is that there were portions of walls that were being built. Uh, and then there were also people that were responsible for building the gates. And the gates were really important. Remember, the walls and the gates uh, were the really the, the defensive aspect of the city. The only way for an ancient city to defend itself was by having walls and gates. And so really the most important aspect of a, a city would have been solid, strong walls and gates that were capable of holding off um, armies that were marauding or seeking to destroy a city. And so there's a lot of order here. There's a lot of strategy that's gone into this, but I want you just to notice a couple of things. The first thing is this, um, it's legacy. And I want to encourage you in this. I, I really do appreciate, sometimes people read chapter three and they think that's kind of boring, useless, you know, literature. Like we're, we want to just kind of get to the, the good stuff. Well, this is the good stuff, right? I mean, this is a record. What we have here is a legacy. This legacy has been intact for 2,600 years. We know families that were faithful to do what it was that God called them to do. Um, everything that you do today is building for tomorrow. So when you, let me, let, me, let me phrase that a different way. I want to encourage you, build today for your legacy tomorrow. Build today for your legacy tomorrow. The legacy that you desire 
to leave tomorrow is built today. Sometimes you know what happens is we don't think about legacy. We don't think about the message that we want our lives to leave. And because we don't think about that, by the time we get to the end of our life, we look back and sometimes we're not even necessarily sure what it was that we accomplished because we weren't intentional. We weren't strategic. We didn't have, we weren't living our lives with the end in mind. And these people did. And because they were faithful to the call of God, they knew the mission that God had called them to. They were living with that divine purpose in their life. You know, by the time that their lives were over, it was recorded in the annals of scripture, what it was that they did for the kingdom of God. I wanna strongly encourage you, you know, every single day, you know, have that in mind, live with the end in mind. You know, think about how you want your life to end, what you want your life to say, as one day you'll look back on it. The second thing I would encourage you um, to consider is this, live that out in close proximity with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Live that out in close proximity with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Let me just pull this into the biological family setting too, because I would say live this out in close proximity with you know your, your family unit, with your biological family. This is the way it worked out here, right? It was family next to family next to family. And there's nothing more exciting than having a family that is united together for the purpose of God. You know, we've been able to experience that in our family. Um, we have that, Rachel and I have that as husband and wife. And then we now share that with, with our kids. You know, our kids are on mission. They understand that their lives are about loving God and pursuing the advancement of his kingdom, you know, in this world. And so we're able to share that collectively together as a family. There's nothing more amazing than serving God together. And we want that, you know, pray for that. Be intentional about that in your family. Raise your kids up with that as the priority. Um, and as you do, you know, there are maybe moments in their journey in this life where they get a little sideways, but I do believe that if you're faithful to lay that down, God will always pull them back to himself. And then in addition to that, Live that out in close proximity with your brothers and sisters, right? I mean, this Old Testament picture should be um, what we see in the New Testament sense in the church. We should be next to one another, fighting the good fight of faith, advancing the kingdom of God. This was the terminology that Paul used when he was talking to the church at Philippi. He said, standing fast together for the faith of the gospel. And that picture is a military term it was used of the Roman army, you know, like they were so tight together, there was no space in between them. And that's the type of proximity we need to have with our brothers and sisters in Christ as we're, you know, advancing God's kingdom. And then the final thing is this, just the totality of it. You know, I think that I'm amazed at this record in chapter three um, because everybody was in, right? Everyone was all in. And there's that aspect of like, totally being sold out for the things of God um, as God's people. And this was going to get tested, you know, it was going to get challenged. We'll see that, you know, in, in a number of days. Uh, but let's pray for that, right? I mean, I think that we look at uh, the church sometimes and the church can be fragmented and splintered and not everyone is totally all in and, you know, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. I would encourage you today, and this is the take-home application, pray for the church that you're a part of, that local community of Christ followers, pray for a unity 
you know, that the mission would be crystallized, that people would be living with purpose and that they would be doing that together. I think when that happens, you know, there's a legacy that's left for us as families, uh, but then also as a family of God, you know, for Awaken Las Vegas, I, I, I want God to be pleased with what we're doing and I want God to work in and through the things that we do so that there's a eternal legacy that he's building for his glory. God bless you, have a great day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit cclasvegas.org, click visit, and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.